This is a podcast from Snagerikinovsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening! Hello, you're listening to Snagerikinovsk. I'm with Audrey and Mac. My name is Melis, and today we are talking about what, Audrey? We're going to be talking about basically why it sucks to fly so much, all the issues with the airline industries, um, and there's so many. We could just talk about it forever, but I'm going to highlight some of the scariest, and you won't want to get on a plane after this. <laughs> Perfect, because I've been already traveling, so I've been traveling to New York City, and so I will be talking about uh, what it's like to be in the audience of the late show. Nice. And then I will be talking about my favorite Broadway shows. Very nice. Yay, which we'll be, we will be debating. Yeah. Yay. I'm excited. Thank you, girls. Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, an interesting show today uh, in the studio. Great. We haven't seen each other since uh, before Christmas. Yeah, it's been yeah. like more than a month. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How was the holiday? It was okay. I went, I went to Italy. And then I went to Sandefjord for Norwegian Christmas. And then I broke up with my boyfriend <gasps> right wow. before New Year's. <laughs> I don't know why we I'm talking know. about this now. Wow, <laughs> we were talking all now. throughout the show. I didn't mention it before, but yeah. And then and then I went back home. But it's okay. Are you okay? Oh yeah, we're friends. We still live together. So what? I yeah, know. because it's very unconventional. You've been together a while, right? Two years. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. I won't say his name, but no. hello. Wow. He's, he's a nice guy. Yeah. All right. yeah. A little New Year's heartbreak, but that's okay. Yeah. So yeah. what's what's the plan then to move out? Or yeah. Uh, it's hard eventually. to find a place with a cat. So mm -hmm. I, I do have people coming over to like do a vibe check with my cat, okay. which is a little stressful. I'm, and they're kind of allergic. So I'm, I'm taking out all of the rugs and just it's a little like dishonest but I need a place to live but anyway mm. <laughs> how was your break Maylis? <laughs> it was pretty alright I've got to see my family again and my friends so yeah, yeah. pretty That's, happy about it yeah. what about you Mac? Uh, I was sick most of the time so I was in bed until the 26th of December with fever and all Uh, thanks to everything being closed, um, doctors not exactly working that much during Christmas, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, them refusing to give me medication that I much needed. And so it just kind of like escalated and, and you know, didn't go away because it was an infection. So mm -hmm. so that was my, uh, my Christmas. Uh, very nice. Um, but um, yeah, I was horizontal. Uh, just like I feel uh, like doing today, <coughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Like I said, many Christmases, many Christmases yeah. in yeah. a lifetime. Have to be a few duds in there. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It happens, yeah. you know, once in a while. Uh, like when you go on vacation, that's the worst, and you get. You get I was yeah. sick in Orlando. Um, yeah, but I mean, there are always problems yeah. in life. Yeah, <laughs> I know it was warm, but it, it's like. My parents had to pay for this vacation and I was just being sick and I was feeling guilty to be sick oh. and stuff. And it's just, yeah. It happens. Yeah, yeah but it happens. Yeah. Because in the US, you are using so much air conditioning. Mm. 
Oh yeah. Like in France, like we are against that right. because we are like, yeah, you're getting sick and stuff, and that was the truth. Yeah, <laughs> People true. turn on their air least. conditioning, like yeah, in winter in Florida, you don't yes. need air conditioning, yeah, but exactly. they still, yeah, hmm. that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a different world. Yeah. Uh, yes, and so into the the topic of today, uh, your topic, Audrey. Yes, planes and airlines. Um, so 2023 was officially declared the most dangerous year to fly which I don't that's not based wow. on like any government studies I think that's a lot of like clickbaity headlines but I believe yeah. it um I feel like when you're if you're on TikTok a lot you see um so many videos of all these airport horror stories so it's hard to tell if things are actually getting worse or people are just trying to get views and documenting mm -hmm. things that have always been happening um but apparently there's some facts to back it up uh like that age of being of flying being fun, I feel, is over. I didn't live during that age, but apparently that existed for some people. Um, like, flying used to be, like, a cool, fancy thing to go do, and now it's, yeah. you're lucky if it's just, like, uneventful, you know? Like, something doesn't go wrong with your flight. Um, but... Well, it's mostly delays. I mean, these days yeah. it's, you know, where, where is your flight? We don't know. It's come in, and you right. have to wait, and it's unless, and you don't get compensation because it happens so often. Yeah, but um, uh, so this kind of topic was inspired by the recent um, Alaska Airlines incident that I'm sure we've all heard about. Yes. Um, but about three weeks ago, it was a flight just like domestically in the U.S., Alaska Airlines. Um, the It wasn't even an exit door. It was, I don't, it's like a fuselage door. I was trying to understand what that meant, but basically it just looks like a part of the plane. It doesn't look like a, a door to the naked eye. Um, it just ripped open. And luckily, nobody was sitting immediately next to the door, um, but obviously people were traumatized. Some people got injured. Apparently, a little boy's shirt got ripped off, but I couldn't confirm that. It was I don't know if Alaska yeah. Airlines is like doing damage control and removing that from the Internet. <laughs> but yeah, so really terrifying. I saw it first on TikTok. I feel like that's when a lot of people saw it first because yeah, people, yeah, people immediately just start um, posting, which is the cool thing about TikTok because there's... Or, you know, social media is there's you don't have to wait for an airline to come up with a statement because they're mm. never going to be honest about what happened. And now there's videos. So, yeah, lots yeah. of them. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but uh, last weekend or no, Friday, they uh, so after this happened, all of the Boeing 737 Max 9s, which was the type of um, big jet that uh, where the door flew off, um, They grounded all of them and it lost, you know, it lost a lot of airlines, a lot of money because it was like 130 so planes out of um, work for a while while they were making sure that this wasn't going to happen again. And on Friday, they had this big press um, kind of event where they had the first Boeing 37 Max 9 go into flight and like the COO of, I believe, Alaskan Airlines was sitting next to the fuselage door and there was all this, like, cameras and stuff. And I just think that's the funniest way to, like, yeah. win back the public's trust. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I flew a lot this break. And I feel like now before every single flight, I am just Googling what kind of um, airplane am I going to be on. Mm. And then I Google that. And then I Google all of the airline. You should like, not do that. <laughs> it's like my ritual now because yeah. I just want to be prepared. No, no matter what, you're going to go on the plane. Exactly. So just don't stress about it. I know, but I guess I just want to know. 
yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But you just keep your seatbelt on. Yeah. Like you, sh- yeah, like you yeah, should true. be doing on the plane. True. It's, you should never take your seatbelt off, actually. And just, just if you need to go to the toilet. Just yeah. because the sign is off doesn't mean you have to take yeah. it off. Right. I but never yeah. take it off. No, I used to never. a lot, which is really dumb. But Or like when you have a full row to yourself and then you lay down. But that's yeah. it's not worth it, getting sucked out of the plane. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, I'm already there. <laughs> A lot that there were a lot of reports on the ground when uh, the first like of these planes on Friday that flew like none of the passengers or like a lot of the passengers didn't know what kind of plane they were on until there were all these cameras. I feel like that's just a terrifying way to I don't know. I just airlines are so dumb, just like any big corporation, but they just have more. Because there's people who have real fear of flying. and. You can't, I mean, <laughs> you have to be, be careful with how you're going to publicize. Exactly. But uh, there are, have been a lot of issues with Boeing specifically. And Boeing's also famous for being a huge weapons manufacturer. So we can assume that they're like a bad, they're bad people. So I don't, it's, it's frightening that they also are in charge of the lives of just regular like civilians. But um, a lot of their planes have been having issues. Um on Saturday, this Saturday, a Boeing 737, I don't know, there's so many of the different kinds, um, was taking off in Atlanta. And the some of the landing gear that's held in the nose of the plane, like the front, fell off during takeoff. So I don't know. It's just I've, all, all of this stuff is happening more than you think. It's not just because the news is talking about it more. It's happening more and more often. And it's definitely because airlines or and air and like companies like Boeing like are cutting corners to make a profit and they claim that they need to cut corners and they can't pay their people well enough because they're losing money but in reality they're making more money than ever before Mm -hmm. and they're getting government bailouts i guess all of this should we contextualize this is from a very like u.s perspective there are these problems in europe as well but it is a lot better regulated um so yeah but i mean at the same time all these american planes are going flying throughout the world so it affects everybody mm. all these pilots um but yeah. do we know if it's um a, a human mistake a human fail or is it um, maybe just the the fly the 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 airbus or the boeing, boeing. yeah yeah <laughs> so means. definitely i i don't know so much about the boeing stuff because they're very sneak that uh, not sneaky mm. um they don't talk a lot about what they do wrong no. but uh, there is a most of it is a staffing issue with pilots air traffic controllers you know, flight attendants, everything. Um, but there is the most concerning and like main driver behind why flying sucks so much right now is because the lack of air traffic controllers. Mm. So they're the guys that are, are women, <laughs> men and women who sit up in the like control tower and tell, you know, pilots, you go here, you go there, wait, stop, all that stuff. And so a very important job. And in the U.S., they're short about 3,000 um, air traffic controllers. Uh, that's uh, that's very scary, yeah. especially when you think about aviation and it's all about security of people that you make, you know, you, you give a chance to travel across the world. So that should be a priority. I mean, you can't say, oh, yeah, sorry, that happened because uh, the guy was sick today, couldn't come to work, so he couldn't fix, you know, he couldn't put the <laughs> whatever, right. screw here and there. And <laughs> exactly. Too bad. <laughs> we were just talking about um, some shortages and staffing in the airline industry and how that's pretty much the entire reason why flying is so bad these days. Um, But the main, like, 
staffing shortage is within air traffic controllers. And in August of last year, the New York Times came out with uh, this investigative piece about how many close calls there are in um, – they were just measuring, like, U.S. airspace. So at, like, all these major airports, like, a close call would be a plane taking off and a plane landing within, like, seconds of each other, like, really close by or two planes on the same airway. Basically, like, it would – the end – point would be like catastrophic like it's not just someone clipping a wing or something it is just Mm. boom (laughs) so uh, like a a couple times a week this happens um in the u.s which is way too much considering the whole job of air traffic controllers is to prevent this but there is a shortage of of about three thousand air traffic controllers and in this new york times investigative piece uh they uh, interviewed mostly anonymously so people don't lose their jobs. A lot of air traffic controllers, because they're so uh, understaffed, they're working a lot of overtime, and it's just a really lonely job, really high stress, because you do have like lives on your kind of hands a little bit. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of air traffic controllers are showing up to work drunk or high, or um, have, like, high rates of, like, depression and, like, suicidal ideation. Um, Just scary. Uh, There was a case of someone getting, like, a fist fight, like, people in the air traffic control rooms. And these are all pretty much anonymized. Um, Were all of these uh, last year? In 2023? um, They interviewed the people last year. So these are stories from the past couple of years. But still. But, yeah, you can (laughs) assume this is happening, like, now. Um, So it's pretty... Pretty scary. And also there's high rates of depression and suicidal ideation in uh, pilots, which is probably even scarier. And also a lot of pilots are afraid to report this um, because they could lose their job. And that was the case with one specific pilot. Um, This was last October. I don't know if you guys heard about this. This was also an Alaskan Airlines flight, so they're not having a good year. But... um, one pilot was – he had taken mushrooms two days before, yeah, and uh, because he was, like, commemorating the death of his best friend, like, some really sad story, and he was still high, and then he was flying the plane. Um, he was, like, the main pilot, and in his mind, in order for him to, like – I believe it was in order for him to, like, go to sleep or something, like, in his mind, he needed to turn off the engines of the plane in order to, like, resolve his situation. Like, he was just tripping. So whatever, I don't know his reasoning behind it. I'm sure he doesn't either. But this poor guy is, like, on trial. And I feel like it's, you can't just lock somebody away for 20 years. Like, you just get them help. Obviously, he should never fly a plane again. But he was charged with, I think, 83 accounts of attempted murder, which that oh, wow. that's just how the U.S. works, I guess. It's just I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like reckless endangerment, maybe reckless driving would make or flying, whatever, mm-hmm. would make more sense. Um, but yeah, terrifying. Um, and that is kind of oh, sorry. In France, I remember I was pretty young, but it was all over the news. A pilot, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. But with passengers, and it was in the mountains. And I, if I remember correctly, it was almost only children God. in the plane, and it was all over the news That's because awesome. he locked himself in the cockpit, and no one could enter. And it was yeah, that That's was tragic. Yeah. 
God, no, and I all of, I'm so I'm sure, yes, yeah, many similar issues in other countries where yeah. it's people are afraid to report depression because it's such a high risk job. But they're also very pilots are very underpaid, and you have to work like 20 years or something and get seniority. It's expensive to become a pilot, yeah. and then. You have a very complicated schedules. It's difficult to have a life on the side. And like you said, the I think it's the stigma with depression in any jobs. It doesn't matter. People say, yeah, you can be open about it. But as soon as you say it, I can guarantee you there will be repercussion. People will not address to you the same way. People will not give you the same responsibility because they think you can't handle it. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, when I... Um, I uh, did some interview for uh, SAS uh, to become a uh, aerostess, so I got the job. Uh, and it's one of the thing like your file, your medical file. You know, you need to be ten out of ten. Right. And uh, and I have a history of uh, mental health, and so you know I have to be like really thorough with it and explain to them yes but uh, this was sorted and blah, blah and I'm fine and so you really minimize everything because they look at you and they're like mm, you're alone on a plane if you snap we have zero control you're right. the one in charge of all the people you never know what could happen mm-hmm. so you, those jobs especially those jobs they need like really strict regulation I, I get that but but you need support you, you don't just punish people you know Right. And are system. there any solutions to that? Like controlling them every time they're <laughs> in the flight? But there are so many flights every day. That's crazy. Like I looked up um, at the window when I was on a plane and like in the sky, there were like tons of other planes. And that's crazy. Yeah. No, I guess the solution would just be to pay them more because they're not getting yeah, paid. But, but they do uh, drug testing. Uh, it's just random. You never mm. know when it's going to happen. Yeah. So the police comes to, even you could be about to take off, the police comes to a tarmac and they taste all the staff. Right. And if they found one person, then a uh, flight is grounded, then they get uh, fired or, you know, mm-hmm. a fine. Yeah. So it's it's very strict. You're not, when you are flying, you're not allowed to party or drink within a certain amount of time yeah. before the Hopefully. flight. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite, yeah, yeah. very strict. Definitely. Um, and then also the f- problem with like flight attendants are also I guess they don't have the power to take down a plane though so I guess that that is good but they're also incredibly underpaid they don't get paid for boarding time they don't get paid until the doors shut I don't know if this is the case everywhere this is in the US at mm. least until the plane shuts and like the hardest part of their job is probably boarding all these people like shoving their bags places and not supposed to go um, so it's just generally and that's just following trends in the rest of the economy where like people are pushed into unpaid overtime and exploited and overworked. So it this is all across the economy everywhere, but it's especially frightening with planes because I don't even understand how planes work and it's not very yeah. it feels like magic every single time and people are <laughs> it just every time. Right? Yeah. But and it's upsetting that even the people who are in charge don't always know what they're doing mm. or don't have the capacity. So that's fun. But one more thing about planes, more like the airport that just makes flying not worth it or just a little frustrating is I don't know what you call it in the rest of the world. I was trying to figure this out, but we call it TSA in the U.S., just security. Okay. I don't know if yeah. there's like a standardized like term for it. 
in other countries, but we call it TSA, like the guys that check your bags and stuff. And TSA in the U.S. came to be as a result of 9-11, all of that. So they're trying to stop terrorists. And they've done many studies where um, the – and this is like a government. This isn't like a rogue organization trying to like trick TSA. But they'll go in uh, with like 70 – guys or not necessarily guys but with like guns and bomb type things in their bags on different flights in different airports and we'll see how often TSA catches them like this is in their carry-on right so mm. like they would have access to it in the plane and in one s- most recent study like 67 out of 70 of the people with guns or bomb type things got through security what? so and that's like a 95% ex- uh, success rate so it's it's not meant to keep you safe it's meant to like intimidate you, do you know what i mean it's mm. just so what's the point of like <laughs> i don't yeah th- the point of this was it's very negative, but I think it's important that people know what they're getting into because you shouldn't mess with this magical flying stuff. I think it's <laughs> it's scary, and I, there are people who fly every single day for uh, every single week or something, and I'm just really scared of flying. That, that's okay. the conclusion. It's okay. It's just in the U.S. It's just in the <laughs> I got the, the but Americas. That's with, true. It's but, much safer here in Europe. You know. Yeah. But there are – all the American pilots are flying into other yeah. airspace. So, yeah. But, yeah. But the conclusion is your pilot's probably drunk or high. And if it's not him, then it's the air traffic controller. He's asleep. Also, lots of cases of people just falling mm-hmm. asleep on the job. Not pilots, though. But um, don't don't fly. Take a, take a take, train or take a, a boat. Take a train. Yeah. Take a boat. Good old days. And it's better for the environment anyway. Yeah. Who yeah. knows how long we'll be able to fly anyway? Because exactly. now they're like testing the electric flights. Oh, um, my God. Doesn't work too good. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> so, yeah, don't fly. No. You've been listening to a podcast from Snakerikinovsk for Radio Nova.